listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's uh, You Up, Hit of Pod with Nikki Glazer. Let's get into it. I have so much to get through to tell you today, um, which I did not see coming because today has been just a weird one. I feel very lonely. I'm still um, at my parents' house in St. Louis, but uh, they're not here because they were on a, a float, uh, you know, a camping trip, canoeing with other couples, social distance camping. And yeah, it sounds like a real like weird sex thing, but it's not. They're just like going with, they just have friends. This is just what my parents do. It's just a, it's kind of fun. It's, it, I was honestly quite jealous that they get to go do that with their friends, even though I don't want to, because I truly don't like the outdoors that much. They're fine. Like the outdoors, they're cool. We're cool. Like we, we like nod to each other in the hallway, but we're not like going to hang out. Um, yeah, no, I would just, I used to enjoy camping with my high school friends back in the day. I would maybe like to do that. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm just jealous. I just don't like to be left alone. I don't like to be alone. It's like, um, but actually there are parts of it I love. But here's the thing is that I don't know when they're, they said they were like getting off the river um, or maybe they just said they were getting off on the river. Okay, maybe it is a sex thing. Okay, I have to rethink everything. Um, no, they said they were getting off the river at uh, like, today at some point and they said we'll be home by dinner because they usually tend to give me a window when they'll be home and then they text me and they always push the window and push the window uh, do i sound like the parent here i mean this is ridiculous <laughs> i'm hearing myself and it's like i have children and they're my parents what's going on but yeah they always push it they're never home when they say they are and i let it slide you know i let it slide but they um this time around they just left and i didn't get any details of where they were going they said it was four hours away. That's all the information I have. So like it, I was just on a run and running uh, a lot of things through my mind of like possible, like when are my parents going to be home? What should I do for dinner? And then it got into like, what if they don't come home? Like what if my parents like died on the river? What if they're, what if they died? Like something happened, a canoe. If you go back and listen to old episodes of the show at the beginning of quarantine, I think my parents tell a story about when we as a family almost lost my sister and my mom in a canoe accident. So like, I'm like, it, it was kind of raining. There weren't like flash floods, but I don't fucking know what they're doing out there. One of them would have survived and found help. So I doubt that's the case. But like, what if they didn't come back? I don't know anything about where they are. I truly don't. I am tracing them on my phone. So like, I can always see their location. We're like sharing locations, which is just the best. If you want to track someone, just get them to agree to share their location, especially your parents. Not that you would want to track your parents. You would if they're like, if you treat them like your children, like I apparently do, but I can't track them. They're not getting a signal out in the boonies. So, um, I was just like, what would I, and then I was thinking about it. I go, I know they're four hours away. Okay. We could just go, you could look at a map. Like I would see me and the detective, like laying out a map of the rivers in St. Louis, like outside of St. Louis. And we go four miles in every direction, check the radius of four hour drive. But then I go, wait a second, I can't trust my dad's like four hour drive bullshit because he said four hour drive and my dad exaggerates. Now here's the, here's the sticky situation. He either exaggerates, he always exaggerates 30% at least on everything to make it either sound better or sound worse. Now, I don't know if my dad would want to convey that the river is farther to seem cool, like that would be a cooler scenario or he was trying to be like, it's not that far away, it's four hours. So it's either 30% less than four hours or 30% more than four hours. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So we have to extend the search area. We have to go out. 
we have to, we're, we're, we have a huge, there's too much land to cover. So I'm just going to start planning their funerals. We're going to have a zoom funeral, a zoom, zoom mural, um, for both of them. If you want to attend, I can give you the passcode. Um, and they'll probably be there because they're fine, but I, I got to get this planned. Um, I, that got dark, but so is the day it's getting dark and I haven't heard from my parents yet and they're four hours away and they don't like to stay out late. Like they always have a plan of like getting back soon. So I'm a little worried, not that worried. It was annoying this morning though. When I woke up so early, I woke up to, um, my ex-boyfriend has a radio show in town. It's called the arch is the name of the station. And his name is Chris Convy and he, and he's on the Courtney show and it's a great new morning show. If you want to support it in the St. Louis area, I think it's one Oh five six. Nope. Nope. It's not. It's something. Just look it up. I'm, I'm bad at promoting, but anyway, I'm, I'm on there every Thursday morning and I just, it's fun for me. Cause I just like to give my ex-boyfriend both like, shit on the radio shit on the radio that's one of my favorite nelly furtado songs it's off it's like a b track off of her first and maybe only album no she did more albums than the first one but it's off the album where it's like i'm like a bird that one that no one else listened to the other songs you should they're amazing so i talked i like to just talk some smack on the radio uh to him and i told the story today because because they they always have a fun little segment plan for me of like I do a girl talk where we, me and Courtney, the head girl, the head girl, the, the, you know, the main host of the show, which is badass by the way, for like a lot of St. Louis DJs are women and I love it. Um, and she's so cool. And now my ex-boyfriend is working for her. It just makes me so happy. They're like a good team. But anyway, um, she, we do the segment called girl talk cause she can't like talk about girl stuff with anyone else on the show. And, um, Oh, wait, no, that was, that was, that's unrelated. Anyway, another segment they did was like, oh, we just found out something about Chris Convy, your ex-boyfriend. And I was like, um, what about him? And they were like, well, last week you told us he was great at texting. And I was like, he was, he does have a great texting game. It's like kind of how I fell in crush with him was like, he never said anything lame. There was no extra, there's no emojis. There was no exclamation marks. There was nothing that made him look overly excited or like I'm very sensitive to that stuff like I'm it's very easy for me to get turned off by a guy's the way a guy texts and I'm sorry to say that it just is true and I'm, I'm sure I'm letting a lot of great guys go because their texting game just isn't strong but I wish I could tell you what he, well this is what he we were talking about it today and I said no it's very good he would do like elaborate photoshops for me just to make me laugh like early on in our relationship and I just was like oh my god this guy's the funniest guy I've ever met and he just cracked me up on text and so we were talking about how he's just good at it so then um they were like but we just learned that he didn't know what smh was um he just he thought it was always <laughs> he thought it was people were like <sighs> like he thought it was the sound which is hilarious because that's not a sound. Like that's not even how you would make that sound. But obviously SMH is uh, shake my head. Um, and when you're like disappointed and I had a couple, it was fun, but I was like, speaking of texting, actually this guy does suck at texting because I wasn't even going to say it on this show because it's too embarrassing. Actually, I think I was going to say it on this. I just forgot yesterday. Um, so my ex-boyfriend did I tell this? No, did I tell this already on the show? Because I feel like I've, I told someone, no. Yes? No. Okay, good. Thank you so much. So two days ago, my ex texted me like, do you want to go or would you be up for a comedy night 
at the drive-through um, in St. Louis, a lot of people, they're doing a lot of things there. I didn't even read the whole text, to be honest with you. It was just a paragraph, but it was like, the first line was, do you want to go do it? Would you be down for a comedy night at the local drive-through? I think it could be really fun. And then it was, it had some other details, but none that were too specific. And I was like, oh my God, like, I am going to go on a date. Like, is my ex-boyfriend asked me on a date? Are we like starting this again? I'll go on a fucking drive-through date. That is like so cute. And like, worst case scenario, we like hook up and it's nothing more than that. It's like, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm down for whatever. And, um, and then I wrote, yes, I would love to, like, I wrote something enthusiastic back and I swear to God, he wrote back. Great. Okay. So I'll get you connected with Tim. And if you can think of any other comics that would want to be on it that, and I was like, Oh, I thought he was inviting me to go see a comedy movie, like comedy night. Like that is how removed I am from standup is when someone asked me to do a comedy night. I'm like, that's where you go see the latest Will Ferrell. <laughs> that's how that like set, like in need of like a possible like interaction with a guy I'm desperate for. I just, I don't even think of and, and His brother's a standup comedian. So like it isn't out of context for him to ask me to do a comedy show. But he said comedy night instead of show. I probably would have been like, yeah, let's go see stand-up together. And afterwards, we'll go to the, you know, we'll do the hand drive and sip a malt out of a silver thing. What are they called? A silver gla It's not a glass. They're like those shaker things. Why, why don't they do that more where the glass is the thing that you mix it in? You know, like how milkshakes, they just give you the thing that it's originally in instead of pouring it into another glass. I mean, sometimes they pour it into it. I guess um, uh, McFlurries are like that. That's why the straw, the straw is like part of the device of the McFlurry. I don't know anything more than that. I got off on a tangent, but what I'm saying was it was embarrassing. And um, it wasn't really embarrassing. Like, I don't really don't care. That's why I immediately talked about it. I was like, I even wrote it back. I go, I thought you were asking me on a date. Um, now that I know it's to do a comedy show, not as enthusiastic because so, he wrote back like, so great. Love having you on board, <laughs> like making posters for it. And I'm like, um, I don't want to do comedy. No, I do want to do comedy. I am actually missing comedy a lot, um, more than I thought because I was just on a run and I was listening to like uh, Selena Gomez came on. It ain't me, but dun, 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 nah, nah, nah. something like that. Yeah, that's that song. It's it ain't me. Selena Gomez. I used to walk out to that song for like a year on stage, and it reminded me of walking out on stage and being like, "Yes, I get to talk for an hour." <laughs> it seems like a lot of time, though. Now that I think about it, I'm like, "Ugh, can I do that again?" Of course, of course, I can. Um, I have my phone on silent, so I can't check on whether or not my parents are okay. My brother-in-law, I, I wrote him and asked him for help because this morning, our, um, as I was saying, I got up early for radio to talk to my ex on radio. Then I got done with it, and I had a little time in between another appearance I was making on another radio thing. And all of a sudden, there was an explosion in my backyard, like a boom, like huge boom. And I was like, I'm dead. Like I thought it was going to cause, it was the first of many. And it was so scary. And my dogs jumped. I mean, everyone. And then the power in the house went out. And I was like, fuck. So I like called Amarin. Um, I didn't call them. I went online and like filed a claim or whatever that where power was out. I felt like real homemaker. At first I went and looked at it and there's nothing to look at. I don't even know where the boom came from. 
then I went inside, just kind of sulked and was like, I'm going to have to get a hotel and I don't know what to do with these stupid dogs. And the one dog has human eyes and it's just like looking at me and I hate you, Wiley. I hate you. Um, and then, uh, and then I called my brother-in-law and he had me go outside and like, he was making me laugh about it. And, um, he was like, you live in a, a like, a the rich part of town. Like you're on the cusp of the rich part of town. Cause they live in the city and they're like, they'll fix it right away. You just, you wait, you live, you mom and dad have too many rich na- neighbors. We're not rich, but like we have a lot out here. So th- they'll fix it within an hour. And I go, really? Boom. Within an hour it's back on. But man, talk about gratitude. <sighs> Fucking electricity, dude. It rocks right now. Like what? There's nowhere to go right now without electricity. I couldn't go to Starbucks. I was just, I was getting ready to cancel work for the rest of the day. Not going to lie. I was kind of loving it. But anyway, I have to get back on my phone just to see if my brother-in-law has any updates about my parents because my brother-in-law actually plans uh, camping trips in, in the state of Missouri. So he probably knows where they are. What am I talking about? Okay. Put away your math, detective. We've got my brother-in-law. Maybe I'll get him on the line. He's super hilarious, but I'll be back after I check with him. Hey. Hey, uh, you're on my podcast. I'm just, I just told, I just told the story of mom and dad being out on the river. Um, and, and yeah, and missing, and I don't know where they are. I was like, Matt, I literally was going through who I would even call or like, I was like Dave Miller. And then I realized Dave Miller's on the trip. And I also don't know Dave Miller's number. There's a million, that's the most common name. I might, might as well be friends. They might as well be friends with John Smith. Yeah, uh, my name is Matt Green. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You shouldn't go with them ever either. Thank God. Well, do you know where they are? Like if, if they went missing, would you know where to send the detectives? I would know the general, um, like state five hundred mile radius. Five hundred mile radius is not going to help us, Matt. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know. I know what river they were planning on going on. Oh, okay, so you know the river they died on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I could spread their ashes. <laughs> we won't need to. <laughs> oh my God. Um, do you? But do you? Wait. I, he is on speaker. I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay. Sorry. There's a helicopter. Oh yeah. I'm trying to make you as loud as possible. Is that better? Yes. Uh, no, not for you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my producer. <laughs> I don't know why this is like a bad. You don't sound that loud as much as speakers should be. Um, um, I'm trying to not speak loudly because I heard that loud talkers spread the coronavirus easier. That makes sense. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Because to, to, I better watch it or I, people better watch it around me. <laughs> I just was on a run and, um, these, this guy, like there were these three people walking and they were kind of doing a triangulation of like six feet and they didn't shift the triangle to like accommodate me. They, so they took up the whole sidewalk, the side of the sidewalk and then part of the road. And so I had to go into the road running instead of, they could have shifted easily. Have you been watching the last dance on ESPN, by the way? I know you haven't. You're a father with. Yeah, I know it's been on the to-do list, but. um, Well, yes. um, Well, this is a reference to it. There's like a technique that one of the coaches wanted to uh, implement, which is like the triangle technique of like scoring and passing the ball. I don't even know what it means. But anyway, these neighbors should have done that. And so I had to go out on the road and I did the thing of like 
what the hell? Like, I like, but I was running and I was like, no, you get to do that when you're driving, not when you're like on the slowest like form of transportation ever afoot. I was just like, come on, man. Like just exploded at him. Have you come into contact with people that are just bad about the SD social dist? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, your sister. Really? She's just trying to grind up on it. <laughs> uh, you know, as a whole, I think people are pretty good. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about Lauren. I said, don't call her a whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I should respect. She's the mother of my children. Yes. Um, she, um, as a whole, I think people have been pretty good. Just maybe it's this, this circle of people I'm around. But like pe- out, when you're out and about, there's so many people with no masks on and, uh, yeah, just people just and, acting like things are back to normal. And it's, yeah. And it's just like, um, you start to look crazy with your stuff on. Like I You're start to look really insecure. Thing. I look stupid and I'm like, God, now I want to be like the cool kids and not wear a mask. And it's like, this isn't like fashion. It's life or death. But like, cause I was just thinking about how I can't go out on like dates or like be at, at all because you know, I've been, I've been working on this bit on all the shows I've been on, which is like, like how I risk getting my parents, like they'll, they'll die if I go and try to have sex right now. Yeah, you're not having sex to keep your mom alive. Yes. But it, it further than that, we can take it even further than that. Like, because sneaking out, if I were to sneak out and like go see a boy and not tell my mom and dad, like that was also a thing I, I could have done in high school had I been that person, even though I wasn't, but like, I would have been so scared of like getting caught because like I'll get grounded and now I'm scared of getting caught. I'm not getting scared. I'm scared of getting caught. I'm scared of my mom like dying, you know, like that, but parents can't catch like it was having sex was never like a, going to interfere with your parents' health before. Like they can't catch whatever, like you get out there, you know what I'm saying? And now they can't. They could just catch the kid that you have to have. <laughs> That's a really good point. Oh my God. How is having kids during this time? Um, is the most beautiful thing I've ever done. Yes. I, I could only imagine. <laughs> I mean, is, you know, for all the, like the whole, like, uh, I was texting my friends the other day and they were just saying it's, it's friends that I haven't caught up with a whole lot recently and they said like hey how you guys hanging and my one friend guy is like yeah you know things are going great everything's good and i responded with like i'm going fucking crazy yeah i responded with oh thank god you said that and then it like just unleashed the floods everybody went like unloaded but it was so funny that my one friend like was too nervous to admit like yep. any sort of like uh, this is really fucked up and and really hard and it's not great. That's so, such uh, a good point. People are so scared to that's I was almost thinking of a bit about that when you get on the phone and people go, "How are how are you doing?" And if you go, "I'm good." You just go, "What the fuck?" Like it's almost rude to say you're doing good. I know. I was like, "You know what? Screw this." Like I I haven't talked to these dudes in forever. Like the normal thing to do would be like yeah man stuff's great like life's going cool like hanging in there yeah fuck that like no this is terrible it really it's not ideal does it make you question having more kids more kids yes of course yeah um but i don't know i mean everything goes in waves uh yeah but i i can't imagine (laughs) everything goes in waves i understand that but like what if this is a wave we go through the rest of our lives like i don't 
Um, yeah, then I probably will never have sex again. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, uh, a cruel summer over there, Matt? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say cruel. It's, 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 yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> do you know that Pornhub is offering free? Do you know, <laughs> do you know that Pornhub is offering free, like premium right now? Not that you could ever get away. I don't even know what Pornhub is. Are you? <laughs> I almost believed you. That'll work. That works on. Uh, yeah, you've that's tried and tested for a glazer girl. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you go so I can wrap up this uh, podcast. Do you think? Do you think I should worry about them? I kind of am because they are four hours away, and they said they'd be back by tonight. They said they'd be back for dinner. I'm gonna end it with this. Okay. No, you shouldn't be worried. Okay. And I say this because the Glazers know the river. <laughs> Your sister, I've been told the story multiple times that Lauren was conceived on the Little Miami River. Gross. Got it? You've literally got it in your blood. Gross. <laughs> Why? I've never heard that. Oh, yeah, multiple times. Ew, like on a bank? I don't know. In Just a canoe? On the river. Like, hey, you got a lot of, you got your mom and dad got a lot of explaining if they ever show up from the river. <laughs> I hope they don't. God. All right. Well, uh, you're hilarious, and I'll talk to you soon. I love you. Thanks for helping with the transformer this morning, too. I told yes. them that. Oh, wait. You know, I was about to put you on blast to say my sister in law thought this was a transformer, and it's a picture of an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, our transformer blew up. It's a picture of your (laughs) if that's cool. Actually no, fuck it. I'm still doing it. I'm so embarrassed by that. I will totally I'll totally repost it. All right. Bye Matt. I love you. Um, dude, that is true. I did he was like, send me a picture of the transformer and I sent a picture of the air conditioner. I don't know, it looks like a box like a I have to go, you guys. That was so fun. I love him so much. He truly is one. I'm looking at the picture right now. You guys are going to laugh so hard. It's ridiculous. Um, I, yeah, today, this has been the best part of my day. I'm, I'm, I think I'm trying to quit caffeine. I just want to share one thing about quitting caffeine. And it's like, man, I wasn't even going to get into this. I really don't have time to get into this. I have so many more things to tell you, but that was way fun. Um, I am trying to quit caffeine and, uh, Ooh, I can play a C. At still at the piano. Um, yeah, I'm grateful for uh, coffee right now because without coffee, I couldn't quit caffeine. Let me explain. I was just looking into the withdrawal symptoms of caffeine and how to combat them because if you've heard me talk on this before, I am very well-versed in different addictions and how it hard they are to conquer. I've conquered some of them. Some of them I still struggle with. Caffeine is sounds like it's the most gruesome, like the most hard one. Like sounds like kind of heroin style, like how days and days of uh, intense suffering to get out of your system. So I looked up withdrawal symptoms, various methods to like combat them so I can get through the the worst period, which is about 14 days. Some say two weeks, some would say a fortnight. And um, I went onto this website and this is the last thing I'll say. I went to this website and it's called I, I just Googled caffeine withdrawal, right? Medical news today. There's a me- medical news which is like just bullshit, but it sounds good to me. There's a, it's about getting off caffeine. And then uh, there's a, a, a part of it says how to cope. And then you go down and it says 
According to the findings of another study from 2019, the best method for a person to relieve caffeine withdrawal symptoms is to consume more caffeine. That's real. That's a real thing I just read. And that is after they stated all of the horrible withdrawal symptoms, which are um, sluggishness, like horrible lethargy, um, confusion, like fucking uh, irritability, anxiety, feeling all the worst you've ever felt, headaches, migraine headaches. Oh, all you have to do to not have those symptoms is to drink caffeine. The thing you looked up this article to quit doing, just do that and then you won't have to not do it. Huh, cool. Thank you. All right. I got to go guys. Um, thank you so much for listening today. Um, I love doing the show. Oh man, I have other things. I have so many notes to tell you guys, but thank you for listening. Thank you for sending me their, your YouTube channels that you've discovered just like I discovered Fabrizio Salerno. Thank you for sending me confirmation that I'm not crazy, that I hate my dogs, my parents' dogs eyes. That felt really good. Um, thank you for telling me what you do while you listen. It all means so much to me. Keep DMing me. We'll get an email address going for the show soon so you can send it all to one place. But my DMs are the best place. I don't get to it all, though. I got to promise you. It's, it's, but it's, it's a lottery system. So take your chance and slide on in. I'll see you tomorrow, or I mean Monday. Have a great weekend. Squirt, squirt, and jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.